I think it's really important to look at the things in life that have the most leverage. And what I mean by that is, think if you studied two things, and one of those things really only moved 1% of your life forward in a positive direction. And the other thing that you studied moved like 50 to 100% of your life forward in a positive direction or changed your life. Which one should you be focused on studying? The one that moves your life forward 100%, right? And that's what this thing is. That is one of these things that will do that for you. You are now entering a new paradigm. So here is my issue. I wanted to find the answers to life's biggest questions. Things like, how do I become happy and live with purpose? How do I make more money doing what I love? And what does it mean to be truly successful in all areas of life? My name is Josh Forty, at Josh Forty on Instagram, and I ask life's biggest questions and share the answers with you. My goal is to help you find purpose, happiness, and open your mind to new realms of possibility by helping you think differently about everything you do, know, and understand. On this podcast, we think different, we dream bigger, and we live in a world without limits. This is a new paradigm. Welcome to the Think Different Theory. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, and we finally have good audio again. I am so excited about this, guys. Um, and you probably can hear right away in the quality of today's episode. It is significantly better than the last couple episodes have been. I am so incredibly grateful and thankful for this. Uh, turns out um, I ended up getting the adapter. So I am in Maui, Hawaii right now. It's absolutely gorgeous here. Uh, we we splurged a little bit. We decided since uh, in uh, Kauai, we spent the whole time in a tent. We didn't have a um, any place to sleep except for a tent on top of a truck the whole time. So no buildings, uh, very limited electricity and power, uh, no bathrooms or anything like that. We had to go to different facilities or whatnot. Um, and like no actual hotel or Airbnb. We literally were in a tent the entire time. We saved a bunch of money that way. It was actually, we did it more for the experience of everything, but it ended up saving us a lot of money because we didn't have to uh, rent a car because the car was right there. It was cheaper than a hotel room and the resort fees. Um, we ended up cooking a lot on the stoves and stuff, which was super, super cool. And we got to go see these absolutely gorgeous beaches and stay like literally on these cliffs and um, on these beaches for six straight days. Literally the most gorgeous pieces of, of real estate and scenery that I've ever seen before in my life. Some of the beaches that we went to, Polyhale and a couple of the other places, seriously, the most stunningly beautiful places I've ever been in my entire life. And we just got to camp there with nobody else around, nobody there, like nobody even in sight most of the nights. So it was really, really cool. Um, but anyway, so we went from there and uh, we flew into Maui. And so I uh, got into Maui on a Monday afternoon. And so we decided since we saved all that money and since, you know, we're really kind of beat up and, you know, kind of sore from sleeping in a tent uh, that we were going to splurge a little bit. And we're staying on this resort. I forget the name of it. Um, I, I don't even remember what the name it is, but it's a super, super nice place. It's a privately owned place. And it's like this little um, kind of like a mini resort. It has, I think, like four different buildings, three or four different buildings that they have um, that are anywhere from two to four stories. And they're all either like a studio or one bedroom, uh, kind of like apartment style, but all the doors open to the, the road. Like when you walk in out the front door, like you're facing the road and like this beautiful, you know, Hawaiian mountain side. And then all of the patios, all the porches have like this view of the ocean. And it's this beautiful oceanfront property. They have a heated pool, a normal pool, a jacuzzi, like an entire cooking area you can use. Um, it's, it's really, really cool. So it's not like a full resort, but it's uh, by this private 
privately owned. Uh, I think there's two people that own it, but it's privately owned. And uh, there's different people that kind of run everything and keep up the grounds. And it's just absolutely beautiful. So we're here and uh, we land. We we uh, have our car rented for this week. We actually got a Jeep Grand Cherokee, which is absolutely, I'm mean, sorry, a Jeep Wrangler, um, which is absolutely super cool. I, I love Wranglers. And so it's kind of the perfect vacation vehicle. But anyway, I tell you all that um, because uh, when I got to Maui, I was finally able to get the adapter that I needed. And as you guys know, I packed you know all these $10,000 worth of electronics into my backpack and I forgot the adapter, or at least I thought I did. I forgot the adapter that uh, was necessary to hook up the mic. And so we went to Walmart and they had it thankfully here in Maui. They didn't have it anywhere in Kauai. And, um, they had it there. They had bought this kit. Uh, it was like 17 bucks and it had the adapter in there that I needed. It was awesome. So I get back, I set everything up, I plug it in. I'm like, sweet, this is amazing. And I reach into my bag and behind where I have this one hat that can kind of be smushed down and flat, uh, behind where that one sat, sure enough, I threw in that adapter. And I remember now that I saw it, I threw it in last minute um, because I was still using it to record episodes and I ended up having the adapter the entire time. So look at that. But anyway, we have a good quality audio again, which I think is really, really important. And just a quick sidebar there. I don't take these podcast episodes lightly. Um, this is something, this is really something that I'm passionate about. This is really something that um, is is not here for me to, like, I am going to make money with it someday, I'm sure. And this is going to be my long-term play and brand and whatnot. But the purpose of this content, the purpose of this podcast, this show is to really share my thoughts of what I'm learning, where I'm focusing on and things with you. And uh, really like kind of documenting the journey of everything. And I've gotten really deep recently in the last couple of weeks uh, in Hawaii. And I'm really excited to to share some of what I'm learning um, with you guys. In fact, um, I just did a, an episode that's coming out um, uh, in a little bit with Nick Robbins. We actually recorded that episode today. Uh, we're talking all about God and religion. We talked a little bit of politics. We talked a lot of, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, Nick has become a, a Nick Robbins has been a, become a, a pretty good friend of mine so far since we've known each other. And, um, we've just really hit it off and uh, started talking about that today. Um, and th- really th- these past couple weeks, I've been studying uh, religion, studying God. Um, I just bought a, a, a book. It's like the audiobook version of it, I think is like 26 hours long. So like, a long, long thing on like Greek philosophy and Socrates and Plato and Aristotle about like everything that, you know, their their philosophies and their thoughts on everything. And then of course, um, I'm also in the process of uh, reading and studying um, different things um, from a political side of things. I've got some Ben Shapiro. In fact, uh, Leah picked me up this book. I bought it on Audible as well called The Right Side of History, uh, how uh, reason and moral purpose made the West great, the West being America. And that's by Ben Shapiro. So I'm reading some of that too. A, a lot of very cultural related things and a lot of uh, social things because that's kind of where I, I think I'm going uh, here in the future. Like I will always be a teacher and I'm always going to be that person that, um, you know, is obsessed with business. I will, I'm sure have businesses my whole life. I can never imagine working for someone else in the, you know, except the rare occasion of either a political office or like a, a network of some sort that I was a part of. I can't imagine actually like having a boss again. Um, and just because I, you know, that's who I am. I'm an entrepreneur. I like to go and produce and create and I'm very obsessed with that. But, um, you know, I'm not necessarily sold on teaching that my entire life. One of the things that I want to do is educate and teach. But um, I think that 
social issues are important. I think that philosophy is an important thing. And I think that, um, you know, purpose and reason and figuring out uh, how to better society as a whole is a very important thing. And that's a lot of where I'm going and, and a lot of what I'm studying. And um, I'm very, very excited for some announcements that are uh, coming up. I can't I can't let you know on this podcast episode, but um, in, the, in the very near future, um, you will, in fact, I think it's the next episode, we'll be kind of unveiling uh, a little bit, of, a, a big project that I'm working on here um, over the next uh, over the next several months um, of me traveling and going around the world with this type of stuff. But anyway, I tell you all that because I take this this podcasting stuff very very seriously. This is not some thing that I uh, you know say if it happens or if we can create content for it or we'll throw something together last minute. No, like we have done. I have not missed one single week of episodes since we started in January. And two of those weeks have been five episodes. Every single uh, one of the rest of them have been three episodes a week. Uh, I have not missed a week. And I take this very seriously. Seriously. So if you're new here, please understand like, this isn't my life work and this is me like really documenting the journey of what I'm learning and what I'm studying and what I'm going into on my search for truth, on my search to change the world and to really go out there and make this make this difference. And I firmly believe that everybody should have something in their life that they are working towards that is important to them in whatever aspect that that is. And um, what I mean by that is for me, like I'm called to, you know, and, and I'm religious and or, or spiritual. I believe in God. I believe in the God of the Bible. And um, I... I know that I'm called to do uh, this type of work. I know that I am really called to to make a, a positive impact and talk about really big ideas, probably influencing lots and lots of people. But I know that not everybody is called to do that, nor does everybody want that. I, I believe that everybody's version of success looks different. But I think that if you have that thing that you're passionate about, that you want to chase after, that if you're willing to dedicate your life to that in whatever format that is, then I think that that's amazing. And I think that everybody needs that, whether that's being a good mother, whether that's being a good, you know, husband or a good father, whether that's building a business or whether that's surfing or whether that's art or movie telling or soccer or teaching, like whatever that thing is that you're passionate about, anything, music, it doesn't matter. If you're willing to go all in on that and really become the master of that, even if you don't make millions and millions of dollars with it, even if you're not world renowned uh, with it, if you're passionate about something, I think that there is goodness and there is a positivity and, and that is a good thing for people to go out there and chase what it is that they're passionate about and really uh, you know, be all in with that, even if that's not their work, even if that's not their main source of income. Although I think a lot of times now it can be for people, but I think that whatever it is that you're passionate about, you should go after. And this is what I'm passionate about is really going out there and bringing these ideas into the world. And I understand that with that comes an immense amount of criticism. I understand that with that comes an immense amount of eyeballs and exposure, which, you know, a lot of people look at, uh, you know, fame or exposure or someone being well known and they automatically assume, oh, yes, well, obviously people would want that because there's money that goes with that. And while that often is the case, a lot of famous people or a lot of people that have large audiences or that challenge the status quo or that, you know, are bold in statements and, and really go, whether that's in politics or in media or what have you, whatever they question things, they do get paid well. The fact of the matter is there's a lot better or a lot easier ways to go and make money. And so you have to be crazy essentially to, to go into something like that just to make money. And for me, money is not that driving factor. The driving factor of this is this is what I believe to be true. This is what I believe to be noble, right? This is what I believe uh, as the thing that I am supposed to go and do, be that in religion, be that in politics, be that in business um, and whatever, whatever have you. Like kind of those are the, the areas upon which I like to study because I believe that the underlying um what is it that I want to say? The, the underlying thing that kind of ties those things together, business, um, political things or, or things that shape society and also religion. I believe that an underlying theme 
of those things, if you want to be successful in any of those areas or really any area of life at all, is personal responsibility, which is something that I'm absolutely huge on. I, that is the fundamental, uh, if I had to describe what I believe in one singular word from a non-religious aspect, I would say personal responsibility. If there's one thing that you should learn, it is taking personal responsibility for yourself, for your actions, and uh, for whatever it is that you want in the world. As soon as you go and start to play the victim mentality, as soon as you start to go and, and say that, oh, I don't have control over my life, then you give up your ability to actually go and control your life. You give up your ability to go and, you know, make decisions effectively and really go and, you know, change the world and serve and give up your ability to, you know, provide for your family or, you know, to be whatever that is that you wanting to be. As soon as you give up personal responsibility, you literally give up your ability to control your, your life and to control what you believe and what you want to do. And so I think personal responsibility is at the very key fundamentals of everything that we do if you want to be successful. And with that, I think that that is very evident in the political realm of things. Um, as you see, there's a lot of uh, people out there that lack personal responsibility. And typically those are the people that are you know more needy or want things off of the government or want to tax the rich or, or whatever, what have you. Um, not saying, not trying to make broad sweeping statements, but as a general rule, I think that's pretty accurate. And then there's other people on the other side of the coin, and I'm not trying to get from a political party standpoint, but those that are self, I'm sorry, those that uh, do take personal responsibility for themselves typically are the ones that live better lives, that have nicer things and that are able to go out there and do things with their life because they take personal responsibility for that. So a little side note there, um, just for those of new here, uh, that are no, new here, I've been studying a lot of these things and I really want to double down just because I know that the last couple episodes, the audio has not been great, but I want to make it very clear that that's not going to be the standard. Like, please understand that that is a, a very rare exception uh, to the, the podcast. We do not typically have bad audio and uh, this is something that I take very, very seriously. And um, I, I want you to know that because this is important and these are not things that I take lightly. I, I spend a lot, a lot of time in this. And um, as I was thinking about this, I wanted to talk about a specific topic today. Um, one that's going to kind of set the tone for the next couple of episodes, I think, particularly my interview with uh, Nick Robbins, which is coming up, which I'm very, very excited about. We just wrapped up the interview with Arnie Giske. Next week, we have Nick Robbins and we have just more interviews coming. I'm just very, very excited about it. But um, I wanted to talk today specifically about the topic of personal responsibility and um, take, I'm sorry, not personal responsibility, talk about the topic of self-confidence and personal responsibility goes right along with that. And I think that self-confidence is uh, at the core of what determines success or not. And, and let me explain this because as I look, excuse me, as I, as I look at my life and as I look where I'm at right now and I look at what I want to do with my life, right? Um, I have big goals, I have big dreams, and I firmly believe that I'm going to go accomplish those things if I put my mind to it. If I don't put my mind to it, then I, I know that I'm not gonna go accomplish them. But I firmly, without a shadow of a doubt, believe that if I put my mind to something and I follow through and commit to it, that I am going to be able to go and do that. I believe that that's the case in pretty much any area of life. Now, I don't want to be a singer, but and I'm not that great at singing at all. However, if my entire goal in life was to become a good singer or to become known for singing, I believe that there is a way that upon which I can do that. Maybe not in the traditional sense of becoming a famous singer, but somehow being involved in music and singing. And I believe that while your goals might not come about in the way that you think they will come about, you are absolute. I personally, and I believe this to be true for everyone, I believe that fundamentally anyone is able to go accomplish just about anything in the world, all right? And I look at this and I look at the actions that I take and the risks that I take and the money that I invest and the fact that, I mean, I'm on this world trip right now. I literally sold my company, pieced out, 
uprooted my whole life, which I mean, I mean, I'm not married, don't have kids, don't have a house or whatever. So it's a little bit different, but still like uprooted my entire life and was like, hey, I'm going to go travel the world. I'm going to figure it out on the way and I'm going to you know, build a business in the process. If I don't make any money, great, I'll figure it out. If I make tons of money, great, I'll figure it out as I go. I'm going to go and I'm going to go and you know, make these decisions and do these things. And I get asked a lot from different people. And I think that you know, as I've interviewed a lot of people now on this podcast, a, a kind of a, a universal thing that I've seen is the people that are willing to go and do that often get asked a lot of like, how? Like, how are you so confident in that? Like, how do you know it's gonna work out? How are you able to go and do that? How do I do it as well? And I, what's, what's interesting is that as I look at it in my own life and I, as I look at it in other people's lives as well, and as I really study human psychology, it all comes down to one's self-confidence and their ability in themselves and their beliefs of their ability in themselves. And I want to read to you the definition of self-confidence because then I want to talk about something here and kind of draw this analogy for you because I think that some people get self-confidence confused, right? So self-confidence by dictionary definition, this is right off of Google, um, self-confidence is a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment, all right? Read it again one more time. Self-confidence is a feeling of trust in one's abilities, qualities, and judgment, all right? So self-confidence basically says, hey, I trust in my own ability to get something done, right? I believe that I can do that because of my abilities, my qualities, and the judgments that I have about myself. So if I have a lot of self-confidence, I have a lot of feelings of trust in my abilities, qualities, and judgment. And if I lack self-confidence, I have a, uh, I lack feelings of trust in my ability, qualities, or judgment, right? And so I looked at my life, and as I look at all the different things that I do, I'm a very confident person. I'm a very confident person in myself, almost too confident, almost cocky sometimes, which, you know, there's a double-edged sword there. And I think that that's true for most things. But I look at that and I go, the reason that I'm willing to take risks, the reason that I am all about personal responsibility, the reason that I am, you know, so hard on myself and hard on others and don't have a lot of uh, soft spot for people that are healthy and able to control their life is because I have self-confidence in my ability to get it done. And I say, listen, I know that it is possible. I know that it is possible for me and I know that it is possible for everybody else. And that comes from my feeling of trust of my ability to get things done. So when I say, hey, go have personal responsibility because if you have personal responsibility, that is gonna solve all your problems. The reason I am so confident in saying that is because I am confident in my ability to go and do that myself, right? If I was not truly confident that uh, personal responsibility was possible, like if I didn't think that I could do that and that wasn't a good thing for me, then I probably wouldn't be preaching it so much. But the reason that I believe that personal responsibility is so important is because of the self-confidence that I have in myself. Now, I also have self-confidence in a lot of other people. And one of my gifts, one of my traits in life that I've been blessed with is the ability to see uh, um, or, or spot or develop um, people's potential within them. Like I can see potential in people and I can actually go and make them believe that they can go and do something. I'm, I'm pretty motivational, especially when you get me one-on-one -on -one with someone. Like I can go in there and really pain point their fears and, and destroy their fears and make them believe that they can go and do something. I can kind of take some of my self-confidence and instill it in somebody else. And because I know that I have that ability, I've seen that happen. And I'm not the only one that can do that. I think lots of people can. But I also believe that self-confidence is something that can be taught. I believe that that's scientific. I believe that that's, in any aspect that you look at it, self-confidence is 100% a teachable trait. However, it is very, very difficult to teach self-confidence to someone that has not been self-confident their whole life. 
And if a child, someone that's young, does not have a lot of self-confidence or is not taught self-confidence from a young age, then the rest of their life, they're going to naturally not want to be self-confident or naturally not be self-confident because that is not what they know. And so a, a, the reason right now that most people are stuck, I believe, and this can, is true for me 100%, this is true for you, and this is true for, I believe, to be a, a, anyone, is that if you are stuck and you are afraid to move forward, you're afraid to take a risk, you don't think that you can accomplish something, it is because you lack the confidence, the self-confidence to be able to go and do that, right? Now, a lot of people, and I think this is super interesting, and this is a, a point that I want to, to draw to, a lot of people believe that people that are wise automatically have self-confidence and that people that have self-confidence are automatically wise or knowledgeable. And this is a very important distinction that I want to make and that I want you to understand, all right? Just because somebody has self-confidence and is very self-confident in their ability to go and do something does not mean they are smart, does not mean they are knowledgeable, and does not mean they are wise. It doesn't. It simply means that they are confident in themselves. And because they are confident in themselves and because they are confident in their ability, they give themselves permission to go and be like, oh, if I fail, no big deal. That's just a stepping stone along the way. I'm still very confident in believing that I'm going to go be able to get this thing done. I firmly 100% believe with every fiber of my being that I am called to go out and change a lot of people's lives in some format or another, right? I, I don't know exactly how. But I know and I firmly believe that about in my abilities that I can go out and change a lot of people's lives. So if I'm not changing a lot of people's lives right now, I'm not being like, oh, I didn't reach out my potential. Or I wasn't able to do that. I'm a failure. No, because I firmly believe in my ability and the fact that I am going to do that. I have a lot of self-confidence there. But just because that is the case does not mean I am smart, knowledgeable, or wise, right? It just means I have self-confidence. On the same side of things, just because somebody doesn't have self-confidence doesn't mean they're not wise, smart, or knowledgeable, okay? So somebody can be very wise. In fact, I, I will tell you, um, one of the wisest people I've ever met in my entire life, all right, is not someone that you would ever hear or know about. He was a, a pastor of a church that I used to go to, all right? Um, I'm not saying that he struggles necessarily with self-confidence. Maybe he does, maybe he does not, but he is not crazy out there. He's not like stupid, wildly successful in the worldly's eyes. I mean, he made a, a good living, right? Um, but uh, it has a successful family. He's someone that I look at and I think he was incredibly successful. But I mean, he's not worth billions of dollars by any means. It's, at least I certainly don't know if he is, right? Um, and so he's a very soft-spoken person that in a business realm of things, or if you were to look at him or talk to him, he might not come across as the smartest business cookie in the room, right? He might not come across as the most, most uh, you know, self-confident or vocal person in the room, but he's incredibly, incredibly wise. He's incredibly knowledgeable and he's incredibly smart because he studied, in this case, the Bible, right? And because he's a pastor, he studied that for his entire life. He's very wise. He's very smart. And that could be you as well. You might not have the self-confidence that you think that you uh, need to have right now. Or you might not have self-confidence. You might not be that confident in your own abilities. But that does not mean the message that you have is not supposed to be heard. That does not mean that your thoughts, your dreams, your goals are not valuable. It does mean, however, that if you can simply have self-confidence, if you simply find the way to have self-confidence, you can then go out there and be both confident and achieve all your goals and be smart and wise and knowledgeable right? So don't mistake 
self-confidence with wisdom and don't mistake wisdom with self-confidence. You can have both, you can have none, or you can have one or the other, all right? I'm a pretty self-confident person, but let me tell you, back in my earlier days, I was an idiot. I was smart for some business things. I was smart when I first got started with Instagram. I was a hard worker, but more than anything else, I was just very, very self-confident. I just, my parents instilled, and Gary Vaynerchuk talks about this as well, my parents instilled a very strong sense of self and self-confidence in my ability to go and get things done inside of me. So therefore, even when I was dumb, even when I was not wise, even when I was foolish, I was able to have a certain level of success, be that in the follower and financial category, right? I was able to have that there even when I wasn't the smartest. I've said some dumb stuff before, right? And a lot of the advice that I gave early on, I would look at and go, eh, it might not have been like bad advice or evil advice, but it certainly wasn't great advice. Certainly wasn't wise, right? But because I was self-confident, I was able to go out and do something. And so I firmly believe that the most important thing that we need to teach every single human is self, the, self-confidence, is the ability to go out there and have the confidence in themselves to go out and do something. Because whatever it is that you want to do in life, if you have the self-confidence to go and do it, I believe you will ultimately go out and do that thing. And so success or whatever it is that you need to be self-confident about may change, right? You can't teach universal wisdom to absolutely everybody because it's going to be different. But self-confidence is something that universally can be taught to every single person and I believe is a good thing. And I believe that if we focused more of our time on instilling self-confidence into our kids, instilling self-confidence into ourselves, not cockiness, not arrogance, not pride, but simply self-confidence to say, I have been blessed with the abilities to do whatever it is that I'm passionate about. I believe that you are passionate about whatever you are passionate about for a reason. I personally believe that that is a God-given passion, but even if you don't believe in God, I believe that universe or whatever you call it, there is a reason 100%, no matter where you're at in your life right now, no matter what your financial status is, I believe that your passion and the skills that you have been given, you've been given for a reason. And I also believe that Lack of self-confidence is the only thing that is holding everyone back from their truest potential in life. I don't believe it's resources. I don't believe it's it's lack of resources. I simply believe it's self-confidence, which ultimately ties back to mindset. And I know for me, the big reason that I've been like, you know, holding myself back from going bigger, from making more money, from building a bigger business, from having more impact, from doing different things is because I've been, I've gotten scared. I have. There's no question about that, right? I reached a, a certain level of, quote, success, and I had my head down for a very long period of time, and I didn't really peek up, and I didn't really look at anybody else for a while, and I got to a certain level, and then I raised my head up, and I was like, wow, I've actually done something with my life. Whoa, I've actually, like, accomplished some things. I've actually hit some of my goals. This is crazy, and then I started comparing myself, and then once I started comparing myself, my confidence levels went down because I'm like, well, I'm not where this person's at, or, you know, I don't am not known by this person. I'm not friends with this person yet like this other person is. I haven't made this much money. And I started looking around. And I started doubting my abilities. I started doubting myself. And I started losing my self-confidence. Now, if you were to ask me, hey, are you a self-confident person? I would say, hey, I guess absolutely. But I'm only self-confident in certain areas or I only was. And so when I started to believe that I had the ability to go out there and do things again, and I had the ability to go out there and make a difference, and I had the ability to go out there and actually change the world and what I'm passionate about, then I started to go out there and do those things more because I had the self-confidence again, and I started to have more success in that once again. 
See, here's the thing. There's a lot of things in life that are important to people, but that they're not super passionate about. For example, right? There are certain, a lot of things that in my life I care about, but it's not my passion. Cars, for example. I really like, like, and I think that like we should have safe cars. I think that we should have good cars. I think we should continue to, to, to innovate in that area. But guess what? I'm not passionate about it. That's not my thing. But that doesn't mean I wouldn't follow or support someone or even give money to someone that is passionate about that. I'm just not passionate about it, but I do think it's important. But what I am passionate about is my things. The same thing is true with you. And I think the same thing is true with each and every person. We need to realize whatever you are passionate about is important to a lot of people but it's not their passion. So you might look at yourself and go, well, who am I to go change the blank world? Or who am I to go out there and change the blank or you know, fill in whatever it is that you're passionate about industry? Who am I to go and do this? And the answer is you're you and you have those passions for a reason. And while I might not care about a certain industry or I might not be passionate about it, that doesn't mean I don't find it important or somebody else doesn't either. And I want people to run for politics. I'm very thankful for people like Ben Shapiro and very people for th- people like Joe Rogan and my old pastor and Donald Trump as or politic, uh, politicians in general. I'm thankful for those people. Do I want their lives? No, right? Like that might not be what I'm passionate about, but I'm still very thankful for them. And I'm gonna watch them. I'm gonna support them. I'm gonna consume them or consume their content. Same thing is true with you. So you have been given your passion for a reason because chances are, There are millions and millions of people in this world that don't have those same passions as you do, but would love to watch you go and chase your passion and go and support you in in the chase for your passion. But because typically speaking, we're around so many other people that want the same thing we do because we want to surround ourselves and learn from those type of people, we get imposter syndrome because we're like, oh, who am I? Well, the answer is you're you. And the only thing that's holding you back is your own self-confidence and your own abilities. And when you understand that every other person that's had success literally wasn't any smarter than you, they simply had the self-confidence to go out there and take action. They had the mindset that gave them the self-confidence to go out and take action and learn along the way. And I think that's incredibly, incredibly important. All right. I hope that made sense. And I hope I tried to, I, I tried to draw some analogies there, some parallels so that you can kind of see the examples back and forth there, because I think this is super important. And if you're a, uh, an adult right now, and you have children, really understand that like, and I, and I firmly believe this, like the, your grades of your child are really not that important. Like, yes, they need to know the basics of things. But when you really look at the fundamentals of what's going to serve them well in life, you need to make sure that they know the things that matter. And one of those things, and I'm not going to go into all of them, I'm not trying to te- tell you how to parent, but one of the things that I think is very important to teach your children or to, to support your friends in or your kids or you know your spouse or your friends, whatever those, that person is, is that area of self-confidence. And I think that the, the, the younger you can do that at, the better that person is going to have, the better chance that person is going to have a success in whatever area of life they end up wanting to go into. And I know that was true for me because my parents instilled success, uh, or I should say uh, self-confidence in me at a very, very young age. So anyway, that was the episode here. I know that was kind of like a twofold thing. First, we talked about personal development and, and I'm sorry, uh, personal responsibility. And then we kind of moved into self-confidence. But I think they, they draw a lot of similarities and there are a lot of parallels there that we can learn from. And like going out there and and really looking at the definition of things and really understanding the ramifications of the simple things and how important they of a role that they play in our lives, I think is incredibly important. And one of the things that I've been 
obsessed with, or fa- I should say fascinated by. One of the things I've been fascinated by is the like studying the things that have the most leverage. And what I mean by that is there are certain things that you can study and talk about in life and that you can get really good at or that we can you know, you know, learn all about that don't really change most people's lives all that drastically. And then there are things that you can study that fundamentally touch and change every single aspect and element of your life. And when you focus on just those core few things, there's only a few of them, really, in the grand scheme of things, that would core fundamentally change your entire life and who you are, what you believe, how you act. And personal development, which is, encompasses both personal responsibility and self-confidence, is one of those areas. It's the biggest one. But self-confidence slash self-esteem, um, uh, personal responsibility, take, you know, taking responsibility for your actions, sales skills, right? These are fundamental things that once you learn these things, communication is another one. Communication is absolutely huge. The ability to communicate well, right? And even those things all come back to self-confidence. See, self-confidence is one of these core fundamental pillars that if you just teach that, if you just instill that into someone, it will fundamentally radically change your entire life. And self-confidence comes from self-image, which comes from identity. And I think identity is probably the single greatest uh, thing that you can you know, learn and study, but that's a topic for another time. All right, guys, this has been... Think Different Theory with Josh Forty. That is all I've got for you today. I appreciate you listening. If you are new here, please consider subscribing. Um, I drop episodes every, uh, or three times a week, every single week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And right now we're doing a two solo episode, uh, two or one interview per week. It used to be one solo episode on Monday, two interviews Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, but now that I'm traveling, I'm doing a lot more solo content because I have a lot of thoughts and things that I'm studying and doing. Um, so now we're doing Mondays and Fridays are the solo episodes. And then Wednesdays are our interview episodes, which is super exciting because these interviews are getting better and better as time goes on. And I'm just, I'm super, super stoked. Our next interview is absolutely amazing. Another one of my favorites, just because it's just every single one of them is just so good. And I absolutely Absolutely love it. Also, in the next episode, I am going to be announcing a pretty big change, or not a big change so much, but a, a pretty big project that I'm working on. I'm going to give you a hint. Um, a lot of people have asked me to do this for a long time, and after a, a great deal of thinking and praying about it, I, I finally decided to do it, and we're going to be talking about that in the next episode, so make sure to stick around and check that one out as well. ThinkDifferentTheory.com slash listen. You can listen on your favorite platform uh, in case you're listening uh, somewhere beside your favorite platform right now, but please consider subscribing, leave a rating, leave a review. Share this with one friend. If you're listening right now and you liked this episode or you know one person that you think could benefit from it, share this with them. Just be like, hey, check out this episode. Send them the link to it. That's how we're going to grow this movement. That's how we're going to grow this podcast. And like I said, like I'm very, very serious about this. And it really means a lot to me when you when you do that. And I have had people that DM me and message me and say, hey, I found your podcast because so-and-so shared it with me. And I really, really appreciate that. So if you believe in the movement of thinking different, if you're a free thinker, share it with one friend, subscribe, leave a rating and a review. That's how we're going to grow. I appreciate you. And I love you guys. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because Those of us that think different are going to be the ones that change the world. I love you all, and I will see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace. 
Yo, what's up, guys? You've been listening to the Think Different Theory with myself, Josh Forty, which I like to call a new paradigm of thinking. And real quick, I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If you did, I want to ask a huge favor. See, the biggest thing that helps this podcast grow and that will spread this message of positivity and making the world a better place is if you leave a review, a rating, and subscribe to the podcast. What that does is it basically tells the platforms that this is out on, that you like my stuff, and that I'm I'm doing something right. So if you could take like three seconds out of your day and subscribe, leave a rating and a review, I would be forever grateful for you. Also, I want to hear from you. I want to know your feedback, your ideas and your questions for future episodes. So be sure to hit me up on Instagram in the DM at Josh 40 or via email contact at thinkdifferenttheory.com.